Eric, it's another week, which means it's time for us to recap the Arizona high school football season once again. And we're actually kind of in the midway point of some of the other sports as well. You know, volleyball is going on. Um, you know, you've got golf that's wrapping up actually sooner than the rest, I believe. Swimming obviously is coming to a close here in a, in a few weeks, maybe. Eh, I think it's like mid-November, actually. So we still got time. But nonetheless, welcome back to another episode of the Take It Easy Sports Show, part of the Arizona Varsity Podcast Network. My name is Zach Alvira, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. E-Man, Eric Newman himself. Eric, how you doing tonight? E-Man. E-Man. I'm good. Um... Had a good weekend, watched a lot of football. I know you did the same. And yep. uh, yeah, so back at it again. Back at it again with the white vans. Remember that video? I do. Oh, man. Daniel. Yeah. Daniel, Daniel. What happened Daniel. to that guy? I don't know, but he went on Allen one time. So, I mean, did he really? Yeah. So, I mean. That's, that's his highlight. Isn't it crazy how like, what was that? That was on, what was it called? Uh, what was it? Vine? Was that it? Vine? Something like that? Yeah, I think it was a Vine. Yeah. I mean, isn't it crazy how, like, little, like, stupid... I don't want to say stupid, but little videos... It like was that stupid. Can, that was video stupid. was stupid. But isn't it funny how, like, things like that... I mean, now it's, what, TikTok or whatever? Like, Yeah, exactly. Like can, There's always something. You well, know, it can, it, before it can anything else, it was YouTube. It can literally change lives. Isn't that ridiculous? 100%. Remember, I think the first... The first viral video... I, remember on youtube was the numa numa guy you remember that <laughs> <laughs> i think that's the first one i remember is that that's the one that starts out the maya he right yeah that guy you know and what's he, funny his his maya he thing was used in ti song um uh live your life in the very beginning yeah. in, the, in the beginning of it yeah that's what i'm saying is um I think that's the first guy I remember being popular off of YouTube videos. I wonder and now if it's gets, just you think he gets royalties off that? I don't know. I don't yeah. even know his name, so yeah. Well, good for him. Or the or the slithering snake guy. I do remember that guy too. Yeah, that was funny too. Um, <laughs> God, I'm a snake. <laughs> <laughs> Chocolate rain. Oh gosh. <laughs> yeah. So there were some weird ones over time. But you're right. Yeah, it turned to Vine to to now. It's definitely TikTok is right there. Yeah, the the vines that I always thought were really hilarious were the ones. Um, uh, actually, I guess they were like hilarious. They were just more like really stupid. But it's it was the guy that always goes like, "What's up, dude?" Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I don't know. There was some. I guess there was some funny stuff on there. But yep, I don't. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, all right. Let's let's. <laughs> Let's go into more important things. Yeah. Um, another week of the Arizona high school football season. Um, some teams have now gotten to the five-game threshold, which means transfers are coming in. We're not going to spend a lot of time talking about that. Um, some teams obviously have more than others. I think Chandler has like 16. I think Saguaro has over 10. Um, I think Mountain Point actually has a couple. Um I know there's two more from Mountain Point, actually, that are uh, trying to win a hardship because, long story short, they went from Mountain Point to Williamsfield, moved to California, then basically had to come back here. So that, and I won't, I'm not going to explain their situation because it's a private matter, but um, I do believe that they actually have a, a hardship case, believe it or not. Um, 
And then obviously Desert Vista has some too. So that's just a few of the teams. I'm sure maybe some teams actually probably not any teams up there, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Coconino and Flagstaff, from what I'm aware of, neither of them have any, unless it's an out of state transfer, but yeah. I don't think too many kids go from one school to the other in the middle of the season. I forgot that you were up in Flagstaff, to be honest. Yep. <laughs> yep. Could you imagine someone commuting from like Deer Valley up to Flagstaff? I could see it. Or like Chandler or like Levine. That um, would be, that'd be crazy. That'd be so funny. If um, they really wanted to wear yeah. uh, an Eagles or Panthers gear, then more power to them. Yeah. But to my knowledge, that hasn't happened. True. So anyway, um, all right, man, uh, we're going to get into it. And then I think uh, what we'll probably do is go over some of the scores, maybe a game or two from each conference. And then um I do, you know, like you mentioned, we both watched a lot of football, so I do kind of want to get into the games that we saw personally. So maybe we'll do that, um, you know, when we get to that specific conference. And obviously at the very end, you and I can touch on the two uh, college games that we actually, you know, witnessed um, because, you know, we're uh, we're expanding and we cover some college teams now. Um, you more than me, obviously, but still regardless. And then uh, from there, I mean... We'll just kind of see where the show takes us, I guess. You and I always find ways to, um, you know, turn three topics into like seven. So uh, we'll get it started. Uh, First off, on Thursday, nope, just kidding. We're on 6A. So on Friday, all 6A games were on Friday this week. Uh, Mountain Point actually bounced back in a really good way. Um, They traveled all the way down to Sierra Vista to take on a Buena team that honestly is a game they should have won. Um, and they did. They won it big, 68-26 to 26 over the Colts. Uh, Chris Arvizo returned in that game. I actually was able to talk to um, Eric Lauer, the head coach, after the game, and he was very pleased, um, you know, by the way that his team responded after two very tough losses in back-to-back weeks after they went 2-0 and to start the season. So good for the pride to kind of get back on track just in time for, uh, you know, a matchup against a good Cesar Chavez team. So I'm excited to see that one. That's where I'm going to be this week, actually, uh, out there in Levine. Uh, Castile knocked off Higley 47-27. The Colts continued to roll. Centennial finally got back into the win column, man. It was, I mean, you and I talked about it. Um, it's not common for Centennial to have the struggles that they've had. Now, granted, they've had a very tough schedule the same That's time. the thing. So, but, yeah. but even still, it's surprising to see them with that kind of record. Exactly. So they, I believe that was actually homecoming. I'm pretty sure our intern Jacob Saliga was out there. So he had some good coverage. If you don't follow him on Twitter, make sure you do. I think it's just at Jacob Saliga. Um, so you can go and kind of do a quick little recap from that game. I know he uh, he put something on Twitter, like I said. So, uh, But they beat Shadow Ridge 46 to 20. Uh, Desert Ridge ended uh, Cesar Chavez's undefeated streak. Uh, the Jaguars won 44-23. So that was a week after they gave up 40 points to Highland. They put 40 points on the board themselves. Uh, Chaparral, 42-21 over O'Connor. Uh, Cibola, one of your favorites, uh, 35-28 Two-game win over, streak. over Two Yuma. Two-game win streak for Cibola. Hey, they beat the criminals. So They did. Um, Westwood. Good win by Westwood, 53-14 over Copper Canyon. Highland and Desert Vista, that was a game that I was at. So we're going to come back to that one. Um, Gilbert and Mesa, Gilbert actually won that one. That's uh, the Battle of Baseline. The two schools are uh, not quite on Baseline Road, but they're about two miles each apart from it. Or I think Mesa's only a mile away. But anyway, um, Tolleson, shout out to uh, one of my favorite coaches, uh, Coach Rich Welbrock. He, yeah, good dude. He, very, very good dude. He's got his son Griffin over there. I love Griffin to death. Uh, they beat La Jolla 42 to 14. 
Liberty knocked off Red Mountain 35-23. Uh, Mountain Ridge, after uh, upsetting Centennial last week, 52-0 over Westview. Um, Hamilton continues to roll, 42-7 over Perry. Chandler 35-19 over Pinnacle. Um, and let's see, we only have a few more, so I'll just read them off. Tucson, 42-6 over Rincon. Chris Eaton will be happy I got that right this time. Uh, North over Shadow Mountain, 52-13. Trevor Brown bounced back after a tough loss to Verado last week. They won 33-19 over Central. Basha, man, this Basha team, Eric, I'm telling you, man, I think I think we're all in agreement about how good they are and where they're going to be, I think, in the open division. 48 to nothing over Valley Vista. Yep. And Queen Creek, maybe one of the surprise wins of the week. 21-20 to over Williamsfield. Queen Creek is for real. They definitely are. This was obviously it was 21-20, so it's as close as can be in terms of the score. There weren't a lot of one score or that close of games. You know, Gilbert beat Mesa by eight. Um, there's a there's a Cibola beat Yuma by a touchdown. But for the most part, it wasn't close games. And that one that one took the distinction. And I think if they played that game nine more times, it'd probably be five five. Um, probably teams are pretty even. Yeah. Green Creek is really good. And obviously like a lot of us thought Williamsfield was a, was an open team, but Queen Creek was right in that conversation too. Like, I think it may be a surprise that Williamsfield won, but it shouldn't be that big of one. Queen Creek has some talent. They already beat Chaparral this year. Um, they're four and O and they, they have a game versus Castile. And, uh, you know, it's not technically in the same district, but a, a Queen Creek game. They're right next to each other, basically. Um, yeah. So they're in different districts, but yeah. they're right near each other. Yeah. Then they've got At Liberty and Home for Chandler. So those will really show us how much of an open contender they are. Yeah. Especially if they can keep some of those games close, like yep. the Chandler one, for example. Um, Desert Vista Highlands. So just to kind of quickly recap, because this is a game that I was at. So um, it was a close game, 10 7 at halftime. Um, but unfortunately it saw the, uh, the exit, I should, I guess I can word it of Devin Grubbs. Um, from what I saw, well, first off, I didn't even realize that he got hurt until I noticed that Christian Clark, who was an outstanding sophomore running back, he's going to be a monster, especially, I mean, he might be getting lead back duties going through the rest of the year, but the next two years of him in high school, he's going to be a problem for defenses. Um, also, just a fantastic family. You'll see his story uh, on Wednesday, actually. So I'm excited to share that one. Um, but Devin Grubbs apparently injured his shoulder in the second series for Desert Vista, but didn't exit the game until late in the second quarter. Um, from what I heard, they don't know the extent yet, or I haven't been told the extent of the injury, but x-rays were being performed. So I have to imagine maybe a clavicle or something. Um so very unfortunate. I hope Devin, it's not that serious. Obviously, I hope it's not serious for him, but I don't know. Right now, it does not look good for Devin Grubbs. Now, he is committed to NAU. I don't see them pulling that offer. I think he's going to be up there in Flagstaff with you, Eric, next year with his older brother, Tyson. And we all know how Devin is. Devin's going to be a monster at the next level. Um, He just has to stay healthy, honestly. Yep. I agree. Um, he was on pace this year. He already had over 500 yards in three games. Rushing, I should add. He was on pace to, I believe, get a Power 5 offer. Maybe a lower-level Power 5. Maybe something from, like, ASU. He was on pace to be a Power 5 running back. And he has the size and speed and overall skill to do it. He just 
couldn't stay healthy the last two years. And this is something that he even did, you know, him and I talk about all the time. So it's really unfortunate to see something like this happen. And it happened against a Highland team who suffered its own loss. Um, Fisher Kamek, they're basically star defensive end, committed to UNLV now. I'm pretty sure he broke his arm. Um, so really unfortunate those two injuries happened. Highland did win that game 30-14. to 14. Uh, scored basically 20 unanswered points in the third quarter, and then Desert Vista finally added on a touchdown in the fourth from Christian Clark. But, man, just, you know, a really good game and kind of just derailed by injuries to two star players for the teams. And it's just, it's tough to see, man. Yep, definitely. So, you know, hopefully, you know, best wishes to both of them. Hope you guys are good. Can't wait to watch you guys at the next level if this is the end of your high school career. Uh, I hope it's not, though. I hope, you know, both of you are able to come back. Um, I hope the extent of the injuries didn't sound or look as bad as they actually, you know, or I guess they weren't as bad as they actually looked slash heard or sounded like, I guess I should say. Um, so, yeah, really, really tough situation, though. Uh, 5A scores. Thursday night, we had two games scheduled. One of them got canceled. So, uh, Carl Hayden beat Alhambra 58-3. to Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I should have said that a little bit better it's all good uh desert mountain mcclintock unfortunately was canceled i think mcclintock did have an issue with covid but you know what they played it safe they shut things down so hats off to uh coach smith over there and you know just doing the right thing i guess i I mean obviously if they played with covid it'd be really bad but you know whatever um because covid's still a thing believe it or not everybody um friday games so uh first off Oh yeah, no. You you you're gonna talk about four A games, right? Yep. Okay, cool. Uh, Barry Goldwater, twenty to thirteen over Seton. Desert Edge rolled to a fifty nine to six win over Betty Fairfax. Um, Camelback beat Maricopa twenty seven seventeen. Kenan Delora twenty six twenty two over Ironwood Ridge. Sunnyside fifty eight to six over Choya. Campo Verde, they went down to Cienega and knocked off the Bobcats. That's a good football program down there. 23-21. The Definitely. That's a big game. That's a big it's win a, for Campo Verde. It's a huge win, especially after what happened the last few weeks for them. I mean, they went from losing to Desert Edge super close. They had a good win over Cactus Shadows and then lost two in a row. Ironwood Ridge, a close one, and Williamsfield, they lost 21 to nothing. So that's a good bounce back win before they head into conference play, which includes Notre Dame, Gilbert, Saguaro, Horizon, and Maricopa. So... Still a chance for Campo Verde to make the playoffs, obviously. I don't think they get in if they lose three out of those five, though. So Yeah, I think they have to go, of those five, they have to go three and two. Yeah, I agree. Especially because... At, the, those, at least. Especially because those next two losses could be from open division teams in Saguaro and Horizon, so I think they'd yeah. be okay that way. Um, speaking of Horizon, 43-36 over Millennium. How about the job that Andy Litton is doing with those Horizon Huskies. We've talked about it before, but every time I look, I mean, it's just big win after big win. I mean, they listen to listen to their four wins. Pinnacle, first time ever for them. Sunrise Mountain, de- defending 5A champion. Desert Edge, defending open division team. Probably would have won 5A last year. Maybe an open division team again this year and a 5A contender this year. And then Millennium, who's always just a good program under Lamar early. Millennium is a bounce back team this year. That's actually a That's solid true. win. Yeah, absolutely. All all of those teams, uh, I think Pinnacle, but Pinnacle's schedule's been super tough. Yeah, but every other team. That's a good a, team. It is, but they just they had a brutal schedule, man. Yeah, Jeez. Um, they've got Horizon has Apollo this week, 
then Apollo's no slouch this year. Oh, and then at Gilbert, who has won three in a row, and uh, yeah, three games in a row now at Saguaro, Maricopa at Campo at Notre Dame. That's not an easy schedule for that Horizon team. They go nine and one there in the open division. Yeah, I think I think they should beat Apollo. Yep, but Apollo's four and zero this year. Yeah, or Apollo's three and one. I mean, three and one. Um, yeah, and. They've got a running back, Adam Muhammad, who's got 132 yards a game and eight touchdowns. That's a wow. solid squad. That's a, yeah, that's, he's got to be at the top of the 5A level or 5A. He's up there. Yeah. He's up there. So, uh, Glendale 46 0 over Independence. Desert View 46 28. Desert View is a good program this year. I think they're undefeated. If not, they have one loss. Let me see. Nope, they're undefeated. Four and Undefeated. And that was the team that went up to Thatcher last minute and beat Thatcher 28 to 6. So, and Thatcher's That's a good right. team, defending, you know, I don't care about the conferences. Thatcher's always a good program. Yeah. Um, Sunrise Mountain narrowly edged Mesquite. Mesquite's been playing so much better since that Cactus loss. Mm-hmm. So, that's a that's a good win for Sunrise. A good bounce back win for them. Um, Notre Dame Prep 42-9 over Mountain View from Marana. Flowing Wells 28-0 over Nogales. Willow Canyon 62-19 over North Canyon. Cactus Shadows 37-6 over Paradise Valley. Raymond S. Kellis, one of your favorite teams. They beat Kofa 53-6. That is absolutely my bounce-back team this year in terms of being impressive. Um, they didn't get many transfers. I don't know if they got any, yeah. but they are 4-1. and one. Um, They've got a senior quarterback, Isaac Matthews, has been all over. He's got 16 total touchdowns um, through five games, eight passing, eight rushing. So he kind of is a do everything Mm -hmm. guy for them. They've got a couple of defenders, both up two tackles for loss, Xavier Aldaco, Sergio Mazzone. They they're solid. And I mean, obviously part of it is they've got teams that they can beat on their schedule, but they had similar schedule last year and got smoked in a lot of games. So big, big shout out to, to Ben Cullis, who's the new head coach there. Um, great job by by that team pulling it together. Four and one is a big deal for them. Absolutely. Um, we're going to come back to one of the 5A games on here. Uh, but Sierra Linda, who honestly, Eric, those those jerseys they have are slick. Did you see yeah, them? Yeah, I agree. With the Bulldog script and like cursive writing? Yeah, those are nice. Oh, so beautiful. Uh, 60 to nothing over Maryvale. Sunny Slope 30 to 12 over South Mountain. Trevor Brown bounced back from a... Very lopsided loss to Verado. Uh, but Trevor Brown beat Central 33-19. Speaking of Verado, 45-6 over Agua Fria. And Canyon View, uh, they beat West Point 42-6. And that's like a battle of way out there teams, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, by the way, I don't know if we ever mentioned it, but the Dragons, that's got to be one of the most unique yeah, mascots I, that we have. I dig right? the Dragons. Yeah, I dig the too. Dragons. Uh, okay, so the game that I kind of wanted to spend a little bit of time on, not not too long, but Saguaro and South Point Catholic. A few years ago, this was basically the 4A championship on a yearly basis. These two teams were basically the reason for the open division. Saguaro was mad, clearly, from that Chaparral loss because they put it on South Point. 49-21 to 21 was the final it was like 42 to 14 at, ha- at after the end of the third quarter, Eric. Yeah. Salpo- I'm sorry. Saguaro just, just absolutely lit them up. They rushed for a team 
a team total of 261 yards. Ridge threw for 165 and two touchdowns, no interceptions. His QB rating for that game was 157.9. That's the thing is, you know, you hear 165 yards. You're like, oh, that's not anything that special. But they, it was on 10 completions, 10 of 13. He was extremely effective, um, efficient, two scores. And then the running game took over. So he passed really well it's just he didn't throw that many he would have had way yeah. more yards if he had actually gotten the chance to throw the ball more probably he he averaged 16 and a half yards per pass yeah that's, that's solid or per completion that's insane idaho commit yeah we just committed to idaho so congratulations i'm gonna be to watching Ridge. him in the big sky right on he's gonna be lighting up nau's defense probably we'll see yeah well, they played a close not. game this last year yeah, so um, Javen Jacobs had three touchdowns. Javen is just an incredible athlete, dude. He's solid. <laughs> He's just, oh, man, he, he literally can do anything for them. Um, yeah, so, all right, moving on to 4A. couple Thursday games. Actually, four Thursday games, one of them we already mentioned. Uh, Blue Ridge 15-13 to and a close one over Prescott. Um We'll spend some time here because the game that I was at, Casa Grande versus Douglas, 56 to 7. We won't spend too much time on that because, let's be honest, it was the Angel Flores show. He had five total touchdowns. I think it was uh, three rush, three passes, two touch, or two rushing. I mean, he, he killed him. I went down there with Chili because I wanted to see Angel Flores, and this was my opportunity. And I'm so glad that I made that trip down there. First of all, the drive wasn't that bad. Um, but second, it's like all, an hour. Yeah, I think it only took like an hour because of traffic, too. Um, but Angel Flores, man, he is just so special. Yeah. He's a solid player, man. And does, is it, so I was talking to Mike Gross on the wrap up show on Friday night. Does he have an NAU offer? I think there's at least interest. I don't know if it's an official offer or not. Because if they can get Angel Flores, wow. Yeah, I agree. They're starting a freshman in RJ Martinez at quarterback right now. I would assume... You know, I don't want to speculate. It's not my job to do yeah. so, but I would speculate if they got Angel Flores, he would he would compete for that starting job. I think he's a program changer, even at that level. I really do. He's that good, and he looks Love the it. part. He looks the part of a Division One quarterback. So Love to hear that. So we'll see where he ends up. Yeah. I'm happy for him, man. He's such a good kid, too. I was able to meet meet him and talk to him, and he was just so, like, thankful that Chile and I even went down there. I mean, I don't I don't know if they – I mean, there are some guys down there that do a great job with coverage, um, but, you know, it's not often that some guys from the Valley are able to come and, you know, showcase his talents because they play a lot of the Southern Arizona teams. So, well, I guess the, no, so, they play a lot of Valley teams, too, though. Yeah, so. so I'm looking at it as we speak. It looks like he's gotten an offer from NAU. Okay. Cool. So, I mean, if NAU is really serious about getting him, then hats off to them. And I, and actually, that reminds me because Aaron Flugrad actually did like some of my tweets and my, my videos, I should say, um, of him actually playing. So I assume they're looking. <laughs> yeah. So uh, very cool there. Uh, and then Winslow 14 to 12 over Flagstaff. That looked like a close game. I was looking at your tweets. It looked like it came down to basically like a a fourth down situation. What happened in that game? Yeah, so it, it ended up being Winslow 14-12 over Flagstaff. Uh, Winslow started out the game really fast. They ended up um, at 14-0 early in the second quarter. Um, Flagstaff 
just they moved the ball on offense in the first half, but just kept turning the ball over. Um, they got into the red zone twice, and both times ended up with no points because of turnover stuff. So it was tough on them to start. But then they came back. They scored a touchdown. Um, first PAT got blocked, so it, it was 14-6. Uh, Holden Cena, their uh, star receiver, he is... Uh, he had both scoring, uh, he had both scores receiving. Um, I believe he's at eight touchdown receptions now, which wow. is really impressive because their school record is 11 on the season. And so they're halfway through and he's already three away from the record. I was so just going to ask, really have, they, have they played five? They've played five games okay. and they're wow. four and one. So they're halfway through the regular season and maybe a playoff game or two or whatever. I'd assume he breaks that record if he keeps going on this pace. Oh, anyway, he has to. Yeah. Um, so he scores two touchdowns. The first one, the PAT got blocked, so it's 14-6. And then kind of early in the fourth quarter, they score another one. Uh, he catches a short touchdown pass. Flagstaff basically goes with the same exact play that got them into the end zone for the two-point conversion to try and tie it. But... Winslow picked it off. Um, so that ended that drive. And Winslow's defense just did enough late to uh, to shut Flagstaff down. And it came down to um, Flagstaff defense played incredibly well the second half. They didn't allow even anything near a scoring chance. But right. Winslow punted the ball with a minute left or so. And Flagstaff had to just try and drive the field. And they got one long pass. They got to about the 50 in the last couple seconds of the game, but couldn't couldn't score to win Got it. as the buzzer rang. So it was a close game. Flagstaff's first loss, um, it was a good one, though. I think uh, Winslow, even though they're 3A, they are, they're a team that plays, especially the Coconino and Flagstaff school, like they play them really tough. Yeah. Um, and it's just, you know, a, a school size thing that they're in 3A. I don't think it should be. It is an upset, but it's not that surprising. Yeah, gotcha. Hey, um, one thing I kind of want to ask you, and I, I don't know if we've ever talked about this. We should have, but um, does Flagstaff not have an actual, like, quote-unquote home field? They do not. Um, not so okay. they've got a field that they played their scrimmage on. Um, there's a There's a football field at the school. But they don't play their varsity games there. It has something to do with the city code. They aren't allowed to put as many bleachers in. They've got like two small sets of bleachers, not nearly enough to host an actual home game. So yeah, they play all their home games at NAU, um, which is kind of a cool thing. City code, though, doesn't Coconino... Coconino, I've been there. It has a pretty big... Yeah, no, Coconino is a pretty big stadium i don't know what the i don't know exactly maybe it's that neighborhood like the homeowners association in general or or something like that but they have they've got a field that just doesn't have enough seats to uh Mm. to fit anywhere near what they would have at a home game and it's not as if they draw these crazy crowds but just a typical high school uh football home game in a smaller town um it wouldn't be able to fit anywhere Mm. near what they need Interesting. Is it pretty cool though that you know they get to play it? Yeah, I mean, if you're especially, you know, for them it's what they're used to. But if you're a visiting team, like if you're Winslow, how often do you get to play in a in a Division One college stadium? Yeah, Um, 
I think that's a, it's, it seems like the guys really enjoy it. They come out of the visiting locker room. They get to do kind of all that stuff. It's really cool. That's cool. I like that. Right on. Uh, 4A Friday games. Uh, amphitheater beat uh, Marcos 21-20. to Apache Junction bounced back 56-31 over uh, Fountain Hills. Uh, ben Franklin 28-14 over Florence. Bradshaw Mountain 57-45 over Mingus. Cactus, man. Jeez, they just... <laughs> The Cobras continued to roll. We called that to, you and I called that a, a potential trap game. Yeah, well, we were. This, <laughs> we didn't think they'd lose, but look, I think we is, both thought it'd be a little closer. This is why. This is why my picks this year for Arizona Varsity have been awful. Uh, but yes, fifty-four to six over Post and Butte. Uh, Canyon Delore twenty-six twenty-two over. Oh, I already read that one off, didn't I? I remember she added. Um, Sholo, 48-32 over Combs. Uh, Sholo had to come down far for that game. So Yeah, Sholo's you know. undefeated. I think they're, yeah, 6-0. Yeah, oh. they None of their games have even by... Yeah. Wow. Well, they're, they're, a, they're, they're a 3A, 3A school. They're 3 that's right. Okay. That makes yeah, sense. And they're 3A, and they're solid. They None of their yeah. wins have even been by just one score. The closest has been uh, at Combs, it was a 16-point game, and yeah. at Winslow, it was a 15-point game. Wow. So... They're doing really well. Yeah. Uh, Deer Valley. They're sneaky. 63 to 35 over Walden Grove. Deer Valley is undefeated. Deer Valley is undefeated. And Rudy Gonzalez, their junior quarterback, is just, he's a guy that right now, if I had to vote for offensive player of the year in 4A, he's maybe the favorite. Yeah. Um, But he's, he's right up there. 18 passing touchdowns. Wow. Incredible. Over That's a thousand great. yards already. So, when I go over, well, first off, uh, Thatcher, 55-17 over Empire. Um, I'm going to come back to one of them, actually, because I have a question for you. Uh, Yonker, 34-21 over Estrella Foothills. Glendale, we already mentioned. Uh, Lake Havasu, 35-6 over Mojave. Lee Williams, 48-28 over Kingman. Uh, Arizona College Prep. This was a game that I think came down to like a basically a goal line stop. They beat uh, Moon Valley 27-26. That's, I think, their third win in a row, and now they have transfers. So yeah, that's, that's another – that's yeah. a uh, that's a big win for them. That's going to be a good team with those transfers. Uh, Yuma Catholic, Northwest Christian. That was the Shamrocks 36-14. Richard Stallworth just continues to just be great. Uh, Snowflake 50-0 for Peoria. That's a huge win for them, man. Yep. Um, and that was a last-minute uh, game it was. together. Yeah. Because Snowflake was supposed to play at home um, against Coconino. Coconino That's right. had some COVID stuff. So Snowflake last minute travels all the way to Peoria. That's a long drive and wins That's... 50 to 0. That's impressive. <laughs> That's insane. Uh, Arcadia 12 7 over Pueblo. Push Ridge 35 14 over Catalina. Uh, Sawarita 26 23 over Rio Rico. Uh, you like how I said that? Is that pretty I good? I do. Nice. Uh, Sabino 34 22 over Sahuaro. And Santan Foothills 55-18 over Vista Grande. Um, let's see. What else we got? St. Mary's 21-0 over Greenway. Tank Verde 48-21 over your, one of your favorites, Gila Ridge. I do like um, Gila Ridge. Washington rolled over Cortez 54-14. And in a fantastic game out there in Gilbert, ALA Queen Creek 38, ALA Gilbert North 35. That might have been the game of the week. It was. It was a game that I was going to be at if I didn't have to get on a plane the next day. I just want to make sure. I just want to make sure all my stuff was done. So yeah, uh, the game I wanted to come back to: Thunderbird thirty to zero over Dysart. 
I have a question for you, though. Maybe you don't know this. Has Thunderbird always been the Titans? They just changed this year. I was going to say, I thought they were like They the literally Warriors. changed this academic. They were they were the Chiefs. Chiefs. So not, you're not that far off, but they just changed it this year. It's a uh, new logo, um, new everything. So you're right on the money there. Because I saw pictures of their jerseys on, on Twitter, and I was like, wait, Titans? Because when I, in the old league I used to play in, we played at Thunderbird, and I was like, it was never the Titans. I just could not remember what it was exactly. You know, I... Uh, Earlier in the year, um, Thunderbird and Flagstaff played. It ended up being on a Thursday night um, just because of scheduling stuff. But I I wrote a pregame for it, and I just – I had such a hard time um, – or no, it was it was on a Friday night. I'm thinking of Camelback. That was yeah. on a Thursday night. Yeah. So they played Thunderbird on a regular Friday night, but in the pregame story – I had to correct myself from writing chiefs like six different times writing <laughs> because I'm just so used to that's what their name is. Yeah. So I, I, I was like, like I said, I was like, wait, Thunderbird Titans. I'm like, why does that not sound correct? I was yeah. so, I was honestly like very, very confused. Yeah. So good um, on them for, for being, um, they were, they're trying to be nice to, you know, a group of indigenous people that don't want their name used like that. So good on them. Yeah, no, I don't have a problem with it. I just, like I said, I was just, I was yeah. like, wait a minute. Oh, yeah, absolutely surprised. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, <laughs> right on. Uh, 3A, uh, Monument Valley 40-12 over Window Rock. By the way, Fighting Scouts, that's awesome. I love that. That's a nice name. Yeah, I like is. that. Uh, Ganado 14-6 to over Chinle. Uh, Chino Valley 43-0 to over Coronado. Um, let's see. Coolidge 13-6 to over Santa Cruz Valley. Man, Santa Cruz Valley has just... I don't want to be. I don't want to say they've fallen off, but they've fallen off a bit. They destroyed everybody in two A last year. So yeah. Oh, I guess that's to, true. That's true. They are a two A team. Yeah. So, but yeah. to say, I mean, they've still fallen off. They've lost what three or four games already. I, they're I think they're two been... and four. They're two and four. They've lost four in a row. Granted, um, AZ College Prep is a higher level three A uh, team. Yeah. Yeah, and so is Coolidge. Yeah. So. Um, but still, to to go from being the absolute class of two A to to being two and four is surprising. Now, granted, they could still win their region and you know win a championship, which absolutely, yeah. So, uh, Eastmark fifty to sixteen over ALA Ironwood, yet another ALA team. Um, I think they're actually building another high school way out in the West Valley, so that's going to be really fun. Um, <laughs> Lake Havasu thirty five to six over Mojave. I think I already mentioned that one. Um, Paradise Honors 61 to 13 over Odyssey Institute. I'm pretty sure Paradise Honors QB had like a stellar game in that one. Paradise Honors is a team that's, um, you know, they're two and four, but they've got a few transfers that have come in and that's going to make a difference, including, I think if I'm not mistaken, um, they've got a new running back and he is solid. Um, Vance Cooper is his name. Uh, he just transferred in. He was at Willow Canyon for a long time. Really, really good back there. Um, and so he's going to come in, and I think it'll make a big difference. Nice. Right on. Uh, Round Valley, who also has a very cool uh, home field, by the way, since we were talking about domes. 19-6 uh, to 6 over Payson. They are the ones that have the dome, right? They are, right? I, I've never been out there. I want to say they have a dome. Chris Eaton, jump in my DMs. Make sure I'm right. 
Uh, Snowflake, we already uh, touched on their win. Phoenix Christian, 25-7 to over Borgate Catholic. Um, Valley Christian continued to roll. They made the trip up to Safford, 48-27. It's an undefeated um, team. Still. It is an undefeated team that, like I said, needs to prove they can get out of the first round of the playoffs. Yep. Um, Santan Foothills, they're 55-18 over Vista Grande. And Page over Tuba City, 42-14. to and let's see what else we got. River Valley, 49-0 over Wickenburg. And that is it for 3A. Uh, let's see. Were there any Thursday 2A games? Just to kind of go over it very quickly. Pima no, over I... Benson. Hey, remember preseason when I got some, like, I don't want to say hate on Twitter, but I got some slack on Twitter because I didn't put Benson in the 2A championship again. And someone, I think it was one of the uh, one of the Morales brothers, who I love to death, by the way. They said Benson returns everybody, everybody, and then they lost in in the first week of the season. I think I might go back to that tweet. <laughs> yeah, they're three and two. Yeah, so not bad, but no, not bad at all. Uh, but yeah, uh, Camp Verde forty two to seven over Kingman Academy. Kingman Academy is that a that's a two A school? Yeah. Um, all right, Friday games: Holbrook sixty two to twenty four over Alchesay. Antelope Union twenty four to six over Tonopah Valley. Miami Vandals fifty eight to fifteen over Arete. Man, they must have really shut down Matthew McClellan. Uh, Parker, by the way, uh, Parker's not the Broncos; it's the Bronx. Make sure you get that right. Is that true? It is. According to this, unless it's a typo on AZ Prep, <laughs> uh, which could be uh, forty to eighteen over Arizona Lutheran. Now that was an Arizona Lutheran team that had knocked off Santa Cruz. They were 5-0 and coming into that game, and they got boat raced by Parker, which shows you how good Parker is. Um, Marenzi, 46-7 over Bisbee. Gilbert Christian, 58-6 over Globe. Uh, Chandler Prep, 49-13 over uh, Heritage Academy Levine, another one of those that has like 15 Heritage Academies. Uh, Glendale Prep, 33-6 over Highland Prep, the Honey Badgers. Uh, North Point Prep. 28 to 15 over San Pasquale or Pascal. Chris Eaton's going to correct me on that one too. Uh, St. John's 49 to eight over Red Mesa. Both, uh, both by the way, the Redskins. So that was the battle of the Redskins there. Yep. Um, Santan Charter, they rolled. And I mean, rolled 56 to zero over San Carlos. Santan Charter has a new roster now. <laughs> and I know people are going to basically hate me for saying that. But they had a lot of transfers, and they are going to really pick up the pace here. Scottsdale Prep, 62-0 over Madison Highland. Sequoia Pathways, 62-0 over Catalina. Um, Madison Highland, where is Madison Highland? I don't have any idea. I think they're Highland Heat Athletics is what their uh, their name is, so that's pretty cool. Um, Trivium Prep, 42-20 over St. John Paul II. Uh, let's see. Wilcox fifty three to fourteen. By the way, Wilcox, I like how they do cowboys slash cowgirls. I think that's pretty. Yeah, cool. that's cool. Uh, Veritas Prep forty six to eight over NFL yet. So, Eric, any games that really stood out to you other than the ones that we've already covered? Um, I mean Glendale Prep now a two game win streak. They had what we called, and I still maintain uh, at Santa Cruz Valley a win eighteen fourteen the week before biggest win in school history uh and then they went on the road and won again they're two and four so they've still got a lot of work to do but a couple big wins for glendale prep griffins yeah 
I agree. Um, that was a team that I was kind of surprised when they beat Santa Cruz Valley. On, you know, oh, definitely. Players, but looks like they're carrying over that momentum, which is obviously good for them too. So, right on. Yeah. Um. All right, Eric. Let's talk about NAU. What did you see out there from the Lumberjacks? So this was NAU ended up winning. I think the final score was forty-eight seventeen. Um, they they actually went down uh, at first. It was seven zero. Um, Idaho State drove the ball. Their best drive of the game was their first one. Um, they drove the ball all the way down, scored an easy touchdown, and then from there NAU just took over. Um, Idaho State hasn't won a game yet this year. Uh, they're zero and four. So. NAU was just a more talented team. Um, and it might be the first game this season that it was just not close, that they were way more talented than the other. Um, and yeah, they just, uh, a lot of great performances. Coleman Owen, a Higley guy, had two touchdowns over 100 yards rushing or under 100 yards receiving. Um, Jamal Glasby, who came in as a replacement, he was a second string guy. Came in and had a he had two touchdowns as well. Almost, I think it might have been a hundred and sixty something yards receiving. They just they played incredibly well. And Morgan Vest, their defensive back, two interceptions. Carson Taylor, a uh, a local Arizona kid as well, um, had two sacks, two and a half tackles for loss, and uh, a forced fumble. So they just they they boat raced him as as you said. And uh, it was NAU's most complete game of the season. I think part of it was obviously they were playing an inferior team, but they've got a week off now. They've got to buy this week. So they're going to be uh, in good spirits before they play homecoming against Southern Utah, who they beat twice last year. Yeah, absolutely. And that Southern Utah team, I mean, I don't really, I thought they would be pretty good, but I mean, I think they've struggled a lot this year they're, they're not bad the thing is oh, okay. the big sky is actually the big sky is really talented top to bottom um the, it's one of the more competitive divisions and conferences in uh in fcs yeah exactly so all right do you want to hear about uh you know my miserable weekend of course <laughs> uh the only miserable part about it was the fact that i did not get much sleep but I caught up last night, so that's okay. Uh, and we're recording this on Monday, so yeah. And I'll catch up tonight as well. So um, so I went from covering Desert Vista, did all of my, you know, my story. I did my pregame, you know, uh, you know, my, or postgame, I should say, uh, appearance on, you know, with Mike Gross, who I'm very thankful that, you know, they have me on because it's super fun to always talk to Mike every week. Uh, obviously, we did Chili's thing. You were too tired, so you didn't join. I was. Um, and then I had to go to bed because I had to catch a flight the next day to Burbank Airport. I'm glad I didn't fly to LAX. I heard that's miserable. Um, and I went and, you know, I just thank you so much to Brad Sessman, man, um, giving me this opportunity. He knew that part of my bucket list was covering a game at the Rose Bowl in Pasadena. And he gave me that opportunity. I went and covered ASU's big win over UCLA. Um the Sun Devils, man, they just, they looked great. I said it was their most complete game. Um, if you want to read the recap, sports360az.com. Um, you know, me and uh, Jordan Spurgeon were out there and we did a little stand up at the end of the game. Jordan has highlights. He does a phenomenal job for Brad, man. He is going to be very good when he is graduated and 
you know, whether he stays on with Brad or just moves on somewhere, he's going to be very, very good at reporting and telling stories and everything. Um, but yeah, no, it was really fun to, to go out there with Jordan. Um, stayed at the Weston, uh, Pasadena, actually the, the ASU football team was there as well. Actually, I found out when, uh, I got on the elevator and, um, went one floor down and then, you know, three massive dudes got on with me. So, uh, that was kind of cool. Um, but just an overall really, really fun time. And then, you know, we were at the stadium until probably one fifteen. got back to the, or one fifteen, one thirty. got back to the hotel around two. I went to bed at three and I was up three hours later to go to the airport. So that was also the miserable part of it. The but, life of a, a traveling sports reporter. Huh? Right. Yeah. So, um, as of right now, we, there's a tentative schedule for me to travel again. I will hold off on announcing anything just in case it doesn't really, uh, doesn't really work, but obviously, you know, high school football, the Tribune, even Brad knows this, that is my priority. Um, so, you know, just so much fun though, man, covering ASU the past few times that I have, uh, two weeks in a row, got to travel. Um, I definitely will be covering more games and I'm going to be covering the Cardinals actually coming up here pretty soon. So nice, really, really cool. Um, college football is a different animal, man. It's a lot of fun, but it's also a lot different because you can't just go up to the players like we're really used to. Yeah, definitely. It's uh, you have to ask someone. You can't just find your way down on the field. And <laughs> unless your name is Chili, he goes. Yeah. He goes. He just goes on the field whenever he wants. But no one cares what he does. Whoa! They I'm let gonna... him do whatever. You know, in the description, I'm gonna make sure I uh, put his at so he gets notified that uh, you talked about him. You brought him up. Yeah, but you said the bad thing. I don't think I said a bad thing. I said no one cares what he does in terms oh, of... Oh, 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 I misunderstood. <laughs> no, oh, well. it could be taken that way. If you just clipped out no one cares what Chili does and made it like I, sound yeah. different, then yes, you could say that's a bad thing. But I just meant that he can get away with everything. Oh, 45 minute mark. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to clip this. I'm going to put it on Twitter and say... Eric coming in hot at Chili. Make sure to listen yeah. to the episode. I'm going to clickbait everybody. Okay, have fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man, that's so funny. Um, how about the Cardinals, man? It was a good week for Arizona teams in LA, wasn't it? Definitely. They're, they're the only undefeated team left in the NFC. Yeah, and right now the Raiders are looking behind me. Uh, they're losing 21-14 to the Chargers with uh 540 to play so and chargers have the ball so uh who knows um eric let's uh let's talk about the fantasy league really quick my team is awful it's that bad i lost to chili i am zero and four dang zero and four huh it's bad <laughs> i still am technically playing i'm gonna lose <laughs> but i'm I thought you meant I'm still technically playing, like I'm still technically in the league. I just don't pay attention. I thought that's what you're gonna. Oh say. no, I our game is still going on. Um, yeah. Who do you have, left? Ralph? The I have Mike Williams of the Chargers, and uh, Ralph has um, two Chargers receivers, including Austin Eckler, who's just had a crazy game, and he no, he, he, he literally just just scored a touchdown. Yeah, so they are. He beat me. I was up all week, and then Monday night, uh, Ralph comes back. Yeah, he, they literally so, he, Austin Eckler literally just scored to make it twenty eight fourteen. As yeah, you said so that. Zach Elvira, the actual oh, Zach Elvira, is zero and four, and 
my Zach Elvira is one and three. So you're not doing very well. You know what, man? <laughs> I'm the commissioner of that league. I'm about to just go start like changing everyone's name for them. Please. As long as you make mine good. I'm going to change Andrews to football. <laughs> Fair enough. Inside, I mean, it's an inside, name. inside joke, if anybody knows. Unless, Eric, you want to just go ahead and tell him because it's nope. your joke. Nope. Okay. Uh, Jordan Ham, I think I'm going to um, I think I'm gonna name his team... Uh, Ham Sandwich. The nephew, or like, I think I'm going to put Mia Ham's uh, nephew. And John Ham. Mia and John Ham's nephew. Yeah, that's right. I like that. Because he's related to them, if you guys didn't know. I didn't know that. Yeah, he is. Um, real thing, too. Really, I'm being totally serious right now. Um... And then who else? Your name, I'm honestly going to change yours to like the stingy one. Fair enough. Do you think, is is it a, is Mia Ham his aunt or something? Yeah, totally. <laughs> How do you feel if you're him um, and your most famous picture of your aunt is her with her shirt off? Dude, why you got to bring that up? <laughs> A it's family. a famous picture. It's a family-friendly broadcast or a podcast broadcast. I mean, she's podcast. wearing clothes. It's just that she took her jersey off and is celebrating with yeah. her okay. well, giant muscles hanging out. You could have worded it that way. Yeah, but I wanted to make it weird. <sighs> We're gonna have to put a "not safe for work" tag on this. Maybe. Thing. Yeah. Um. By the way, we are. Chili and I are thinking about a not safe for work podcast. Yeah, you keep saying that, and I don't know if it's actually well, going anywhere. Well, because it's one of those things where like we really don't know if we want to do it or not. Because it's like I don't know. And it's yeah, not like because it, it's if not, you're it's talking not, high school football and you start swearing, well, it no, looks no, no. It, and that's what I was gonna say. It wouldn't be like an inappropriate thing. It'd just be more like we we'd just be unfiltered. But yeah, I mean, Chili and I are probably just argue a lot, which is fine, and like, I would we, laugh. Yeah, well, you'd be a part of it, too. You have your own segment. Yeah, I wouldn't argue. I don't have strong enough opinions on most of this stuff. Yeah, but you would just say stupid jokes about me. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> like you do on the on the Game of the Week, but the Madden simulation brought... Uh, those, aren't, those aren't not family-friendly, though. No, but when you say that I got you fired, that's not <laughs> cool. <laughs> I only said that once. Other people keep bringing it up. Yeah, because they legitimately think I got you fired. No, because... no one actually thinks that. Yeah, but people might because you would used to work with me. Yeah, that's fair. Um, you know what's funny is when I explain who you are to my students at ASU, I honestly say like, yeah, he just, you know, he got a promotion in Flagstaff. So who do you talk about? Why do you talk about me to your students? It can't be that in like, oh, because, here's this guy. Because when I tell them what not to do, I use you as an example. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I like that. <laughs> I set myself up for that. Good. You win. Actually, you know, Brett Curland, who obviously you and I know, uh, we both know very well, he's going to come in, uh, sit in on my class for like 15 minutes uh, in the next like two weeks or something like that. And that day, I'm going to plan a lesson of uh, what not to do in journalism. I'm just going to use you as an example. You should. I think he would actually find that really funny. I think he would too, but he'd probably be like, why aren't you teaching them actual things? Yeah. Why are we paying you for? So instead, I'm going to teach them all about business stories and sports. Yeah. Fair enough. So, Um, Do you think... That so for context, I was thinking about everyone, the, a few of the Arizona varsity guys saying, yeah. "You got me fired." So Chili and uh, and Andrew do their stream of the week where they um, they talk about 
or they stream a Madden game and it's supposed to reflect on the game of the week. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how Andrew goes and does the rosters and everything, but one day I just decided that, um, you know, I felt like, I felt like being not a jerk, but somebody that, uh, a, a, ra- a rabble rouser, uh, you, you felt, you, you know what you felt like doing, Eric, you felt like taking over the stream. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Um, well, that's I exactly didn't what we intend, did. intend, I didn't intend on it at first. Like I just made one or two stupid jokes and I found they enjoyed it, but you know, <laughs> I was just making up all these lies, um, of things you did, um, or that's what I'm saying because what it's was, a family friendly broadcast. What was the one? What was the one about the? Uh, there was one I really liked. It was the pretzel. Oh yeah, that that you you stole my pretzel while we were at the stadium and said no one would believe you. <laughs> yeah, and so I was just making up these like stupid inane lies, and the one that they. I remember I was like, oh, Zach got me fired, which, you know, it was just a joke. You didn't actually get me fired. Yeah. Um, you didn't get, I've never, I never got fired from a journalism job. I've never been fired from any job. Yeah. Um, but I said that and someone was like, oh, I think I get it. And I was like, no, you don't. You don't get it. There's nothing to get. Like, what are you, <laughs> what are you talking about? You get it. <laughs> like, I didn't get fired from anything. I was just being stupid. Oh yeah, that is that is, that is Zach, man. He's just a, he's a douchebag, man. I, he, yeah, I get it. He he was telling me that he like went into the office of like the president of the company. Was like, look, this Eric guy, he's got to go, man. Yeah, no, I've never been fired from a job, and if I did, it wasn't because of you. And if I was gonna get anybody fired, it wouldn't be Eric. At least Maybe. not. At least not right away. Yeah, it would be a slow <laughs> process. I would have to. I'd have to get rid of other people that he talks to just to try to, you know, maybe make him be quiet. For, no, I'm just yeah. kidding. I'm just kidding. That's right. Um, no, but yeah, no, I did not get Eric fired. He didn't get himself fired. He actually wasn't fired at all. Um, That's what I'm saying is yeah. I wasn't fired from any job. So there's no way no. you could have had it happen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, even even when you quote unquote stopped working there, you were brought back like a couple weeks later. At, not even a couple weeks. It was like the same day as like a, as a as a contributor. So you never yeah, actually, something like that. Yeah. So yeah. So um, no, I did not get you fired. <laughs> yeah. But so uh, a particular skill I have in life is just making things up. Um, yeah. It's something I'm pretty good at, and. That was that's the story behind that. So if there's a rumor going around and you hear that Zach got Eric fired, <laughs> it's not true. <laughs> oh my! God. Not to say that you couldn't do something to me that gets me fired from like Arizona Varsity or something down the road if you wanted to. But I mean, if I if I wanted to fire you from Arizona Varsity, I would just do it because Ralph always yeah. calls me the boss anyway. Yeah, exactly. So. Um, you could have who if you had to replace me with someone and do the show with someone else on a daily or on a weekly basis, who would it be? It would have to be Chili. Yeah, that's fair. So, although he would just call me my guy and B and yeah, um, not that's a bad thing, but the 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 overall tone of it would be totally different because be you guys, yeah, better. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say better. Um, I think you, you and I have a specific chemistry that only works with us two. Like Chili and I have a chemistry that is only good for you know him and I, but the way that we talk to each other. But you and I's chemistry are just—it's like it, it's totally different from anyone else. 
You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, for sure. So, which is a good thing because that what that's what makes this, um, you know, obviously. I mean, I think it's a, it's a successful show. Obviously, we're a very small podcast, so it's not like we're. I mean, in all in all honesty, we're not like we're not doing this for money. We're doing this just out of the pure jo- enjoyment of talking to each other, and you know, believe it or 100%. not, Eric and I, Eric and I text every single day. So, like, it's usually dumb stuff, but. Yes. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. It's dumb stuff. And we, we include Cody in that and make him miserable probably, but it's okay. So there's times where he's just as much a part of it as either of us. That's true. That's a good point. So, um, yeah. So, Before, so we've, we've been self-centered the last few minutes. Why don't we <laughs> just dive deep into that? What was the best thing you ate this week? Um, man, what is the best thing that I ate this week? Um, I'm trying to think because I, I, I was moving this past week. I was moving a lot. Like I was like, not like I moved most of my stuff. I got finished moving on Tuesday. Um, so I was like trying to like, you know, get everything situated the rest of the week before I left. Um, honestly, when I was in California, uh, on Saturday, I ordered, we ordered DoorDash, uh, just to our rooms. We had our own rooms. Uh, but we were both just kind of so tired and like, I had some, some stuff to do for work. So we ordered DoorDash. Um, I got the stand. I think they have, it's a place that's here too. Uh, it's called the stand. I think there's one in Scottsdale. Uh, I got a burger from there and a shake and fries. The fries were underwhelming. Believe it or not, I didn't like the ranch that they had. It was too, like, I think it was too garlicky. Um, but the burger was phenomenal and the shake was amazing. So that's the best thing I ate this week. For sure. Um, best thing I ate was pizza at the NAU game, actually. Um, really? Was it good? Yeah. They oh. they gave, they ordered from Grimaldi's, which is oh. a, a local. Yeah. So oh. it was good. Uh, free ad, I guess, for Grimaldi's. Oh, Grimaldi's, please sponsor us. Yeah. So the we're giving them free advertisement at minute 57 or whatever it is of the podcast um but i think we should go transition into our actual advertiser our actual sponsor um <laughs> which is all.net insurance uh it's aall.net they're arizona focused for almost 40 years uh 30 valley locations all your home auto commercial needs all sorts of uh, places around the Valley that you can get the best insurance possible. They're the most res- referred insurance agency in Arizona. The focus on customer service, finding the right coverage at the right price for you, get what you need. Don't break the bank for it. Um, they have partnerships with 20 different carriers over 20. Uh, they do the shopping for you. So get insurance, get uh, Papa Hinojosa, one of our, our big supporters here at Arizona varsity 602-233-3333, and that's all.net, A-A-L-L.net. Yeah, please give them a, you know, a, a, a visit, I should say. I was going to say give them a follow. You can give them a follow, too, on, on Twitter. But, um, you know, they're big supporters of the show, and we really appreciate them, and all of Arizona Varsity as well. Yeah, I'm sure they'd be happy if you gave them a Twitter follow. Oh, yeah, I'm sure they'd they probably be even more happy if you actually gave them business. Sure, good point. Um, by the way, one more thing to add on to the to the food that I ate. Um, you know, after – so I, I had the stand, and then when I was at the game, I got a free – uh, like you know like meal voucher or whatever for media um chicken tender uh, chicken tenders i almost said chicken tenders what what chicken tenders at the rose bowl hit different they were good really good good for stadium food huh 
really good. I mean, oh, well, I guess yours was Grimaldi, so it doesn't count as Well, mine food. was, well, it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't technically, no. it was food in a stadium, but yeah. not stadium food. No, yeah, the chicken tenders were really, really good. I was actually, like, pleasantly surprised. For but it's sure. The, but it's the Rose Bowl, so I guess I shouldn't have been that surprised, so. Yeah, of course. Anyway. Everything's cool there. Yeah, right on. And, oh, man, dude, the backdrop in there, oh, gorgeous. Anyway, um... Thank you all for listening to another episode of the Take Easy Sports Show. Um, for my good friend and co-host, Eric Newman, uh, this is Zach Alvira. We are about to sign off here. Make sure you give us a follow on Twitter at Zach Alvira, at E. Newman Rights, at AZHSFB, and at Arizona Varsity. Um, yeah, make sure to tune in to all the, the content that we have. We've got different podcasts coming out from Ralph. We have the film session from Cody. We've got Chili doing his two-piece, his uh, Freshman 15, and his uh, his and Andrew's Madden simulation. Jacob Saliga and him jump on and, and you know, review film basically almost every night at this point. So please make sure to check out all the content at ArizonaVarsity.com. Subscribe as well if you want to, you know, talk with us in the forums. We'd really appreciate it. Uh, but once again, this is Zach Elvira and Eric Newman signing off. You know, I have to say something really quick before we go. I guess I'm we're really not signing sad. off. We're not signing <laughs> off. I have to say this. It'll be quick. Sopranos is my all-time favorite show ever. I love it. I've wa- I don't rewatch a lot of shows that much, but I've seen that whole series at least 3 times. The Saints of Newark, the new prequel movie is so not good. <laughs> it made me so it like legitimately made me upset that it wasn't good. <laughs> Like, I had so much hope for it. I love these characters so much. And they come out and they just make this dud of a two-hour movie. Nothing happens. All they do is, like, play off nostalgia. And, like, hey, cool. The James Gandolfini, who played Tony, his son plays the main character. But, like, you know, there's only a few... uh, Only a little bit of energy can get from saying, hey, there's that character as a young guy or whatever. But for the most part, it was dumb. And... I just, I almost wish it didn't exist. I'm glad you got that off your chest. I did. It actually has been making me mad for a while. I'm legitimately upset about this. Hmm. All right, now we're signing off.